Oh yeah, fuck you, tree stump wizard. I got you. <laughs> Tristan you heard it um, here first. Episode 115. Tristan got the tree stump wizard. Tristan got that god dang wizard who's been giving him some trouble. Yeah, because I got magic arrows now. Um, so <clears throat> since um, since we're talking games and such, I, there have been a lot of um, updates actually since last podcast. Should we just quickly like talk about some of the new stuff that we're doing? You mean like we do every week? Yeah, but like also the games we play, but like some of the new like stuff stuff. Yeah, like go some for of it. the new. What stuff? stuff. I think oh, talk- I'm so I glad you asked, about- Tristan. What a great <laughs> question. Fucking <laughs> 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 baited. Uh, oh, so God. here we go. Uh, I think it's I think it's important that we talk about the fact that we have started a new Discord. Oh channel. yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I just think it's I think it's cool to note we we're running a public Discord server now. Um, and we have quite a few uh, listeners and fans of the show who's joined us in and friends. Um, and it's just kind of a cool place to come and shoot the shit post-cast um, and pre-cast and talk about the news. And we've sort of been just like tossing it's not even stuff. pre-cast. It's like an ongoing game. It's just, yeah, it's like yeah. every day so we just sort of have stuff We've been there. talking all day, every day about various things, like I think about some... It's it's we had like a hefty li- conversation about elite Dude. dangerous this morning. Yeah, true. It's it's like the stuff that you and me and everybody like us four used to do just for ourselves, and we've just opened it now. The same level involved. of banter to now anybody not, who I'm wants to be in there. I'm not close friends with you. I'm just friends with everybody. That's right. That's right. But you're still close friends with me because mm. I because I'm the greatest. Uh, um. <laughs> So, yeah, so check that out. The link to our Discord is now on our homepage, I guess, by the time this goes out, Tony, question mark. Yeah. We'll and be. also, okay, cool. And also is in our Twitters, and it's in my bio, so you can find it. We've been posting it a million places. I'm sure you've seen it. So just click on it, take a look. Um, I've also been doing some new stuff for show notes. So if you look down underneath... <clears throat> Speaking of show notes, can you put like the These link pods. to the Discord in the show notes? Or I have not been. allowed to yeah, put we links in. I have been, and yes, I can, and it will be there. Yes. Cool. Um, for some reason, and those of you who've been paying attention may notice, the links and the notes that I put underneath the podcast, if you're using a podcast app, look super weird, but they look perfect and they work fine on the web address and we're still working through why that is the case yeah it's just Hopefully, this by is the weird. time this goes live it will be fixed but weird formatting things across different services it's got to be with the css uh scripting of the podcast app because like i can post a hot i can post a link directly and it'll pick it up and hyperlink it but if i subtext link it it will not show up but it will show up on the website versus it won't show up if I do that for the website version. So I've sort of doubled up some of our stuff. It's okay. It's fine. Check it out. Let us know if you like that because it's really effective for us to keep track. And um, we do it really for you guys. So that's it. But I want to know about what you guys have been playing. And I want to especially know about what Tristan is actively playing. Yeah, so do I. I'm intrigued. So Tristan, what are you playing? Uh, I've been playing some more Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Donkey King. Finishing that up. Um, I'm actually at the final boss, but... Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. You've had this for how many days? Four days? No, it's had it like two weeks now. No. Yeah. It only has six worlds. Nah. Um, But it's like... 
all of the extras, you know, collecting all of the, the KONG mm-hmm. letters and all of the coins and stuff inside of the levels. That's what gets you in all the puzzle pieces. That's where the replay is. G-K. Um, Donkey Kong. The problem with that final boss is it's just, it's very long and it's very like memorization pattern. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just ha- like, I keep dying and I don't want to go through the entire thing over again every Which time. So I just put it down for a little bit. I yeah. Think. Yeah. That's a very reasonable request. Um, other than that, I, this has been a very switch heavy week for me. TBH. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, uh, so they did this, the, uh, Ninja second Ninja turtle splat fest last week. The first, the first Splatfest was um, three weeks ago, and mm-hmm. it was uh, Leonardo versus Raphael. Uh, Raphael won. And of then last week, it was, which is one of the first one of the three that I participated in, was Michelangelo versus Donatello. This is all the Ninja Turtles themed one uh, to, to promote Hell the yeah. new show. Uh, I picked, I begrudgingly picked Team Donnie, um, only because the people that Mikey. I. I would have too, but the people that I was playing with wanted to be Team Donnie. So, mm. except um, I picked it too, so I don't have any room to speak. All <laughs> I, I'll say is this: going by the theme song, Donatello does machines. As somebody that does that forty plus hours a week, it's not that exciting. I would much rather be a party <laughs> dude, as described by the song. By the song, that's that's re- reasonable. Yeah. That said, uh, I was Team Donnie and Team Donnie won. So I guess I picked the right team. Uh, so this week they're doing, you know, like the end all be all Team Raph versus Team Donnie. Of course. Uh, once again, I'm representing Team Donnie. Um, yeah, man, Splat- Splatoon is, is a whole lot of fun, but it is growing increasingly frustrating. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Splat- why? Why would you say so? I'm not saying it's, I disagree uh, with you. I'm just, I want your opinion. It's designed in a way where, because you know how you get power-ups and you can stack them and kind of build out your, your loadout, mm-hmm. the grind that it takes to get, you know, and it's, it's pretty widely accepted that, like, if you have a fully stacked piece of gear, it's, it's pretty superior. So if I have a piece that I've, that I've loaded up with, you know, three mobility or three uh, sub power-up or three main power-up or three ink recoveries, like, I'm... I'm pretty advantageous over somebody who doesn't right and so i keep coming up against these people that that have been playing the game you know steadily uh and they have this kind of loadouts and it's very hard to stay competitive when Mm. you when you don't uh and just the the time requirement what it expects you to play to kind of get to that level is just something that i'm not able to do as somebody who likes to play other games so it's hard to go into those games and be like, yeah, I'm having fun, even though I'm clearly at a disadvantage, you know? That's right. one of the things that I like about games like Halo. It's like, no matter what, everybody's on an even playing field. It's not like it's not like Splatoon or Call of Duty where, based on your level of, of uh, or not even level, just time spent, you, you have better gear and a better loadout and a better chance of staying alive. And that's just, for people that aren't diehards into one specific game, that doesn't pan out very well right 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 right, right. Um, but it's still fun you know i i still have a good time uh, it's it's hard to 
it's hard to be mad when the matches are two minutes long. And, They're really you know, quick. Yeah, it's it's by the time I have by the time I'm bummed out about this person that's wiping the floor with me, it's over and hopefully they're gone. So yeah. it's not it's not a big deal. Um, and then what else have I been playing? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything Xbox related. I played a little bit of Halo, I think. Hmm. Still waiting on that Master Chief update. Uh, and then today I was actually streaming. I'm playing a new game called Fox and Forests, which just came out today. Ooh, tell me about that. That looks really cool. Uh, it's awesome so far. It's, yeah? Um, it's, so the tagline... Are you playing on Switch? Yeah. The whole tagline is like it's trying to evoke the this feeling of like playing a SNES game. We got uh, a lot of press emails about it. It really knocks that out of the park. Uh, yeah. It's a side-scrolling action rpg uh kind of a platformer where you play as a a fox very like robin hood like fox um who is able to control the seasons so you flip the l or r button and it will go from you know springtime to fall and based on which season you're in it will affect like the the environment oh Um, so like like, uh shrubbery will be growth grown over a yeah. doorway or so something. Yeah, so like if I have the, if I'm on a level where the season is winter, because the whole premise of the game is something is, something evil is going on and it's causing all of the seasons to happen at once and time has basically stopped. Mm. So if I'm on a level that is, you know, winter season and I come across a lake that I can't get by, I can change it to, to winter, all of a sudden that lake is frozen and now I can cross it. That's kind of used, I like that. That's a nice Or mechanic. if it's the autumn level and I can't get over up this cliff, I can change it to the fall season and all of a sudden there are leaves that are falling that I can use as kind of temporary platforms and kind of work my way up. Uh. Um, it's, it feels like as far as the combat goes, kind of like a ghost and goblins type, uh, you know, kind of move and then kind of twitch uh, attack and then get away and try not to take damage. Mm-hmm. Um and it's fun, and it's uh, it's got all kinds of upgrades, and it's it's not Metroidvania like in the sense that it's an open world, but it is uh, Metroidvania like because it has like an overworld. So there's like one, 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 two, one, three for the mm-hmm. levels, but there are like places in each level like oh I can't get to this yet I sh- I should come back when I have better gear um, because it is it is definitely okay. um, allowing me to upgrade probably gear like, like secrets and stuff that exactly yeah like I got I dig um, that I beat the first boss and it gave me access to magical arrows which is basically like a spread shot. But I can also now, with those magic layers, shoot targets <laughs> that make new platforms appear on certain levels. So oh, that I can cool. get to places that I couldn't before. Does it feel, um, do, do the controls feel pretty tight? Like, do you... Oh, oh yeah. It feels really good to play. I haven't had any issues with that. Um, I think, like, the coolest thing about it so far has been, like, the aesthetic. Right. Um, you know, they are, like I said, they're, they're trying to go for, like, a SNES feel. And you can definitely hear it in the sound design. It sounds like a Link to the Past or a Final Fantasy three. Um the sounds the soundtracks were really good especially if you're playing with headphones like i was on the train um but also like the graphics uh it feels less like a snes game as far as the graphics go and more of like a game boy advance port of a snes game gotcha uh because like you know like the graphics obviously aren't better but like a lot of ports for the game boy advance had this like smoothing filter over them so they they looked less jagged and more comfortable on the screen. I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense, but like if you, if you, if you played a Game Boy Advance port of a SNES game, you would know what I mean. It, it feels like a, 
like there's like a soft filter over it. Oh, okay. Um, and it just feels very nice, and the color palette is very nice to look at. So it it, it blends well and and really really feels good. It's like twenty bucks, uh, and I think it's available on everything except Xbox right now. Okay. And it's coming to Xbox at the end of May, I think is what I saw. I, I saw their Twitter this morning. Um. But yeah, I'm having fun with it so far. It's pretty good. Pretty good nice little game. Um, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, that is a pretty good spread. I'm I'm interested yeah. in this, and I have to be honest. I watched a little bit of your gameplay, and um, I think immediately I was like, yeah, I think I'd probably enjoy that a little bit more than I enjoyed Alboy. Yeah, <laughs> which is terrible to say. Oh come but on! But like, it's, it definitely um, feels a little more action, funny. action, fast paced. It than, does, uh, and it looks like it looks like when you. I mean, I watched you platform a little bit and like you fell and, and obviously it was a little bit your fault that you fell, but it's also, were you watching when I got to the boss? I did not see that part. I was Oof. making, I was eating foods. He's tough. He's see, he's it, tough. It seems cool though. So far yeah. the little flip, I'm, I'm not sure that I'm like going to dive in, you know what I mean? But yeah, um, I might, I could stand to watch you play a little more. I, uh, also I bought a new case for my switch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What'd yeah. you get? Um, it's a, it's like a palisade, I think is what it's called. Um, yeah. uh, waxed canvas bag. Oh, nice. Kind, like kind of like kind yours. Of like a, yeah, kind of like the one you reviewed. Um, mm. Not as expensive. Um, mm-hmm. It also doesn't have a zip. It has like two, the flap is magnetized. So it's got like two little clippy magnets on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the inside is like a plaid felt, kind of like young Pete on the adventure of Pete and Pete's hat. Yeah. Um, oh. I got it because, like, I've been trying to play more Switch on the train and stuff, and one of my biggest problems with playing on the train is just the time it takes to unzip the small case that I have and Well, it also it fits out. better in your bag, too, now, doesn't it? It fits better, and it's just easier to kind of yeah, plop me, it open and pull it same, out. Same thing, yeah. It just fit in my bag so much easier, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, I, I do... It does not have the uh, cartridge slots that my other case has, but... I got, I ordered a, um, like 24 cartridge plastic holder thing. That's like, you know, two inches long yeah. on Amazon. So that will service that problem. And I, most of my stuff's digital anyway. I think I only have four cartridges anyways. So that's a cool thing. It was only 20 bucks on Amazon. Um, it's, it's definitely not as high quality as the one Tony reviewed on the site, but you know, if you want like a a budget version of that it seems to be getting the job done pretty well cool man that sounds fun nice Mm -hmm. new changes i like it um uh, tony what have you been playing um i really didn't play a whole lot this week uh didn't really have time i've been playing mainly uh yonder still yonder the cloud oh yeah, yeah yeah how far have you gotten in that game um I just so here's the thing, uh, I it was I was bashing my head in trying to figure out how I join guilds, mm-hmm. um, because I need to construct these stone bridges and I have mm-hmm. no idea how to do so. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh hey, there's this actual uh, uh, main mission that I forgot to do because I've been getting <laughs> sucked in all these little side quests. And finding yeah. all these little cats and stuff. So I... The cat finding. Oh my gosh, so many little cats. So I ended up going back and I just got to this desert part. Yeah. Um, so 
I don't know where I am. I feel like I'm really early in the story because I feel like I was supposed to do that much earlier on. <laughs> um, so Before I'm, you went that way? Yeah, I'm now a part yeah. of the Tinkerer's Guild and I will soon be a part of, I think it's the Carpenter's Guild that's out there or something. Hmm. Um, but I'm interested to see, I guess, kind of like how the crafting system works and stuff, considering there's no enemies. So I guess I'm just crafting things to sell them, to farm, even though I don't really need to farm because I don't know what benefits it really gives me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, it's fun. Uh, it, it would be nice, I think, if I had more of a purpose. Like in Stardew Valley, I know, hey, I need to focus on you know, making the most efficient and uh, fruitful farm that I can make all year right. round. That's my goal. And in fantasy life, I'm like, hey, I'm bored of being this class. I'm going to be this class. And then, you know, try and master all the different classes because they give you actual gameplay benefits. Mm -hmm. And in this game... I like it and it's relaxing, but I, I don't know the purpose of life in that game. In Yonder? Like why do you, why is Yonder? Why am I even You're asking the deep doing you're asking what the am deep I doing? Why am I doing why, why am I doing what I'm doing? Like that was that was my kind of I didn't play the full game, but what I did spend with like demos mm -hmm. and stuff, it was just it felt very aimless a lot of the time yes i would say that's part of the reason that i have not returned to it i also mm. also real quick i would just want to say yeah i it feels like it's going to be a real pain in the ass to get back from the island to like my one farm that i have which is the does it not have like a fast travel mechanic it does have one but it's not my favorite fast travel mechanic what, Here's the what, thing. What's so bad about so, it? So Yonder does this thing where you have travel gates. Um, so you not only do you have to make your way to the travel gate to unlock it, the travel gates are sort of in these annoying to reach locations because the game doesn't really want you to just have them right away. It it sort <laughs> of conflates this idea that you should work really hard to get your travel gate. You know what I mean? And and I think I like that idea in principle. It's like, oh, yeah, I've unlocked it. But what the game sort of forgets is that in Yonder, there aren't any, like, super ultra-difficult challenges. It's just they make it hard to unlock by putting it in a hard-to-reach location, which also has the effect of making your travel gates almost useless. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, I don't want to walk all the way up that cliff face around this corner just so I can teleport across the map because it's going to take me exactly the same amount of time to just hoof it. So what happens is you go into the travel gate and then you don't just get to teleport wherever you want. You have to actually have been on foot to the other side of the map, unlock the alternate travel gate. And then what happens is you go to this sort of nexus world where there's all the doors around you. So if you've gone through it on one side, it will unlock so that when you're inside, you can pop out again. But you still have to like physically go on foot to the other side of the map before you can unlock that travel gate. Right. And there's not like a sprint mechanic either. So you kind of are just like, everything, everything about that game was just like, 
I like it. I, it. I don't get me wrong. I like it. It's just not, you know, there are some there are some things that could be tighter, and that's right. one of them. It just felt like traversal was relaxed to the point of often feeling like a chore. Yep. Yep. As I, I think I, I did surmise a lot of this in the review, and I encourage those of you out there who are on the fence about it to read that because it. I think I discussed um, a good amount of these in there. Um, and those were those were a good number of my reservations, which is like how long does it take to get there and like sort of why am I doing this? And also, mm-hmm. you know, I know it's bad and all that there's this like deep purple fog, but really the motivation as a player to remove the deep purple fog is because I can't continue doing weird aimless activities unless I get rid of it. Yeah, because you have to move you know it out mean? of the way. You, you have to move things. it out of the way, which unlocks additional map, which unlocks additional purple that I need to unlock to unlock additional map. It's fine. It just falls into the trap that a lot of game developers find themselves in, which is like the the motivational vacuum. <laughs> right. You know, like right. you need something, and I don't know that it has a whole lot of something. But it's fun. It's like it's chill, you know? It is. It, it It's fun, and you it's can, enjoyable, and it's gorgeous, like, and it runs very yeah. well in handheld and docked mode. Yeah. I think I've been having just as much fun with photo mode Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have yet to put the photos up that I've taken, but I've taken some really fun photos. Um, the lighting in that game is really good. I'm impressed it by is. like seeing how seeing how it played on PS4 when we were at PAX, mm-hmm. and seeing how it plays on Switch. Uh, I mean, I haven't seen. I obviously haven't seen it side by side, so I don't know if like there's probably more foliage or you know whatever on PS4, but it holds yeah. up really well in that system. It's it's fun. It's a good game, and I, I think if anybody's pondering a nice chill experience, it's a, it's a definitely a good one to start with. Oh oh, hold on. I also what? started this other game I picked up. Let me get my switch out because I forget what it's called. Something with wizards. Wizards it is of called the coast. It's not called Harry Potter. <laughs> is it called Nine Star- Parchment? No, it's called Wizard of map. Legend. Oh yeah, I heard about that game. Wizard of Legend. Tell me about this. What is this game about? Wizard of Legend is a roguelite um, dungeon crawling type game. Okay. It's not sadistic uh, enough for Will. Nope. Yeah, no. It's definitely not brutal enough for you. It's not like fuck my face rogue. Like I like those. I know you do. It's my like... Favorite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I only played it for a little bit. I like the art Dude, style. leather uh, roguelite. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> there's a lot of custom wow there's a lot of customization yeah. for your character and stuff mm-hmm. um i want to keep playing south park but i'm i'm nervous because there's a couple game save eating bugs that ubisoft still hasn't patched out <clears throat> they still so kind of patch though yeah uh-huh. uh so that's kind of why i held off on that I am excited for Minecraft uh, to come uh, June 21st. Yeah. The, the, the bedrock, bedrock, up, the bedrock update, yeah. Yeah. That should yeah. be interesting. Mm-hmm. What I, uh, I'll I, download it. I don't well, – it's free. I don't know if that includes the Better Together update. Does that include the – No, I don't think that's ready yet. I don't think I, so. I know it includes Xbox Achievements. Well, no, they said it includes achievements and cross-play. Then that the would be new the one. Together. That would be the Oh, you know what it is? Update. It's it's the uh, graphics update 
that isn't included yet. I don't think that got pushed out to anything yet. Yeah. They're still the, working the on The graphics that. update, that does interest me, honestly, because a lot of the, like, that game gets so much better with shaders. Oh, my God. Yeah, it looks, whew. But graphics I forget, yeah, bad. that hasn't come out on anything yet. I don't think. It's like a whole new game. Um, oh, and Eric and I played a bit game. of Stardew Valley together. Here and yeah, there. that's fun. Were you it guys, you're fun. both on PC or what? We are. We're both on Mac. Okay. Um, I kind of just stealth made a, she was at work and I got home before her because I worked uh-huh. early. So I jumped on her computer stealth and I, I, made, I stealth made a Steam account and downloaded it and then had uh, Stardew up full screen and yeah. <laughs> just closed her computer. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And then she opened it up. She was like, what's this? I'm like. Stardew Valley. She's like, is that the game you put on the Switch? I'm like, yeah, you said you wanted to play. (laughs) Oh, that's sweet. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, That game's fun. It's fun with two people. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it as good as you thought it was going to be with two people? It is. I kind of wish maybe there was a more chill mode for multiplayer. Because you're still sticking to like the same like hectic daily time schedule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I... And... I know for some multiplayer people that'll be cool, but for for Erica, I don't think she wants Did, to. Won't take. Yeah, right. and I, I feel she like if there was be, something, she'd be much more about like a like a Harvest Moon type. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's true. But the, well, I've never played Harvest Moon. Does that have the crazy time requirements too? No, it's, it's like oh no, relaxed. it's it like is. day night, but you like go to bed when you're done with the day. Are there well, seasons yeah. and stuff? Yeah. yeah, it is. It's much more about like living out a story and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's definitely not as like a hardcore farming sim as Stardew Valley, but it it's where stuff like Stardew Valley and Farmville came from. Gotcha. Yeah. I really do like Stardew, but sometimes I wish there was a more just relaxed <laughs> longer. Yeah, it is mode, funny to me. You know, it is actually really funny to me. Like the whole premise of the game is that you've left your really stressful work life job. They like had no time for yourself in it, in the city to go be a farmer and like relax and retire there. And you get there and it's like, oh my god, I have to work. We do thing. Like, oh my god, the run farm, the water. The farm's on fire. Shit. You're like, I've used too much water and now I can't move. I'm like exhausted. I passed out in the yard. You're like, I'm exhausted and it's one <laughs> one p.m. Oh fuck! I wasted my whole day. You're like, and then you're like, wait, I can get my energy back if I eat all these green beans. And then you're like, no, I ate all my crap that I was gonna sell. I'm no profit. <laughs> yep. Thank yeah, dude. God for that game is stressful as shit. I mean, it's not. It's a great relaxing game. Like I love it, but th- it is funny that there isn't a actual chill out mode. I kind of wish there was because it, it, it's kind of tough to on the fly explain like things to do. I don't know. Like yeah. it's still fun. We're still you gotta learn fun. by doing. And they really have like an expectation that like hey, if you're playing this multiplayer, you you know what you're doing. You yeah. spend time. You know how of to course. play. You know, you know the ropes. Do. Yeah. That's that's fine, but not what i was now is it is it tying those files to or those saves to one character yes so it's tied to it's tied to the host so it's so it's on my computer so Uh if even if she goes on because i wanted to see too she goes on and she hits load nothing shows up there's nothing for her to load it's on mine client it's on the it's on the it's like like how minecraft multiplayer works that's probably the best way to do it but i mean that makes sense but on the other hand like if mm, honestly because they could have done well yeah go ahead if someone does a bunch of crazy things and you guys are both doing different things how do you they merge they your two farms ser- together? they could offer server hosting that's so much though 
Yeah, it's a lot, but like that's, that was like uh, they're that's not the like best part Microsoft, of having you know? Minecraft worlds, dude. Like, but even Minecraft servers, I used to run. I, I just cloud hosted a or had an old dinky let's, machine. Let's that be just honest. Ran a let's be honest. If you if you were the dev and you yeah. were just one dude, and no, you worked, I mean, it makes sense. like would you yeah. do that? Like, no, exactly. No. Exactly. <laughs> For sure, I would not. But that makes a great. <laughs> it's a great idea. Oh yeah. I don't know, man. You Maybe if it's picked up shit. by a big publisher that's not EA, who would yeah. take it off and kill it. Yeah. Wait, well, did Stardew Valley get picked up by EA? No, no. He's <laughs> no. Just, he's just oh. saying. I'm saying if it would, they would destroy it. They would. So that's what I've been playing. What about you, William? William. William. Um, I have been, <laughs> I've been playing a little bit uh, of Splatoon. I popped in for the Splatfest. It yeah, was, I tried playing with you the other night, but you like was saw cool. that you were on, but you weren't like. Yeah, I sort of like you were had never it. Joinable. I know. I sort of had it available for like a minute, and then I sort of didn't. I almost <laughs> I like put the put the the device down maybe three or four matches later and i was kind of like yeah this will just sit on the couch for a few minutes Did while you just i read my call phone. your switch a device the device yeah what a weirdo the swamch the swam <laughs> it's, been, it's oh, been a weird day what? um so yeah so i was playing i was playing that it's it's good i enjoyed the Splatfest. i actually have been sort of intrigued by the um nintendo uh, amiibos of those two goobers in Angopolis Square because they seem like they have some pretty cool perks. The goofy goobers. Yeah. But, goofy wait, what models. do they do? Um, they give you like T-shirts and like abilities, and you can also like do some fun with stuff with them. As far as I know, I could be super wrong about that. Like in Angopolis Square, if you put it in, doesn't it give you like perk upgrades and shit? I have no idea. I don't either. That's why I'm asking. Oh, well, I should have done more research then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it was—it's good. I enjoyed the Splatfest. Um, It—it doesn't hold too much continued return for me, only because, like, again, as you said, like you want to play, but it's also two minutes long, and you can't really get mad at it. I totally concur. Um, I've been playing a boatload of God of War, dude. I've been trying to get through that game so that I can talk about it on our Discord spoilers thread. Tell us that is what you think the rest of the so chat. far. I. I love it. Um, my rev- my like impression of what the rating of this game is is vastly improved. Um, I was not convinced that this was a ten um, for a good minute, um, but the longer I play this game and the more in depth into the story I get, the more emotionally invested I get into the life of Kratos and Atreus. Um, the more I feel like this is one of the best stories I have ever played. Um, I think really highly of it. You I, think so? I do. I, I really do. I think it's, I think it's a really well told story. I think a lot of the tropes are predictable. Um, but that doesn't mean it's any less enjoyable while playing. And it has that same level of allure that for me, a game like, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn did in that I really want to see what's around the corner. I really want to continue the story. I really want to find out how it plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I help, I think it helps that it's beautiful. Like, the game is really good. M- Mimir is one of my favorite characters in any game. Like, he just is amazing. And I think I've really been enjoying getting sucked into the world of Greek and Norse mythology 
um, that is really explored here. Um, I am sympathetic for Loki now. You know what you should do, Will? I'll put it that way. You should read Neil Gaiman's <clears throat> book about uh, Norse mythology because they like take Rip a into lot it. of shit from that. <laughs> like straight up, like I'm shamelessly. Sure it, I'm sure they do. He was like, yeah, yeah, I definitely read that when I was making this. I'm sure he did. I, I will. Uh, can you send me a link to that later? What, yeah. or I'll put it in the cast. What was the name of the book? Uh, just Norse, mytho- Norse mythology. Oh, okay. By Neil Neil Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. 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 He's Gaiman, and we're Gaiman about Norse mythology. Um, yeah. So I really, I've really been liking that. Um, without going too much into details, Odin sort of a dick but that's fine <laughs> um anyway i've been playing that i'm so close i think to the ending where are you at um i without spoiling storyline or plot points well, yeah just give us a rough idea we'll we'll be able to know uh i would say that i have um uh just come back out of a place that i was told i should never visit and then I've also had a very stern talking to Atreus. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because he started um, getting a little butthole, right? Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that yet. I want to talk about that Doesn't when he, dude, isn't I he know. annoying? Well, I, again, I don't want to get too far in. <laughs> I don't. I want to do this in the, in the Shielded Discord channel. So if you out there want to talk about this with us, join us there in the Shielded channel in our Discord. It's public. Uh, we marked it in Literally SFW so that you can't get in there. never want to have kids. speaking actually no actually you know i would disagree with that that actually like for me only i'm sort of like okay but any kid you have is gonna be a shit at some point and like this is something that you have to learn to deal with and it's just like okay but you're handling it and that's please don't use uh, I'm not going to use this as life advice. Absolutely yeah, not. Please don't no. use God of War as like what to expect when you're expecting. I'm going to be some bald, <laughs> bearded asshole just screaming at my kid all the time. Boy, uh, boy. While we're on that topic, can yeah, I get, can I be mean for a second? Um, maybe. Have you guys ever seen somebody like a friend that they like have a baby? Uh huh. But that baby's so ugly that it makes you afraid <laughs> to have a baby because you don't want to have an ugly baby like oh that. Oh my god. Um. I know what you are saying, but I've seen it with coworkers. Yeah. They're like, look at this, look at this baby. And you're like, what did it's you do? It's exactly like that episode of Seinfeld nails it, where it's just like, you can't <laughs> tell them that they have an ugly baby, but. That's really terrible, man. <laughs> I think there's something innate, though, that makes you love your child no matter what. That's, the, that's the thing. It's like, like, there's got to be some kind of genetic code, right? That's like, I don't care what this kid actually looks like. Yeah, what I see him look like or her look like is the most beautiful baby on the planet because I have to love it. It's your endorphins so that you don't drop them off the side of a boat when they're being asked. <laughs> yeah, it's probably that. Um, <laughs> does this have anything to do with Atreus? No. <laughs> You're just talking. Okay. Um, I've also been playing more Pod Racer than I really should. It's a great game. I still love that game. <laughs> this is the final plug for that because I'll have beaten it soon. We still need to do. We do need to race together, man, and then mm-hmm. we can talk about it. I know that's what people are craving about. That's what the people want. Give them what they, they need. Um, but I discovered something that somehow has escaped not only my entire childhood but also my adult playthroughs. When you upgrade your pod with really expensive new equipment. 
and then you race really hard and you blow out an engine or two, did you know that you lose all of the upgrades you paid for? Oh, shit. Yeah. It takes you back to your base pod. And you have to buy it again? You have to buy it again or, or get more pitroids to repair it a couple races later. Oh, well. I was looking at it. No, but like, honestly, because I boosted, there was a really hard level. So I was like, oh, I need more speed. Let me buy like a really nice cooling package. Like I have, I've been hoarding all this money because like I'm good now and like whatever. And I put all of it into my pod. And I was like, now I'm the fastest pod in the galaxy. And I go and I blast ass through this Rabvine gateway. <laughs> only after like Chipotle. <laughs> you need to buy that Chipotle way, dude. Yeah. Um, so I'm blasting ass through Grapevine, Grabvine Gateway, and um, which is aptly named. And I um, discovered, because I blew my engine out twice, even though I got first, that afterwards my my like accelerator was busted, and so was my top speed manipulator modulator mode. So I couldn't actually go anywhere near my top speed. So I did the second race like back to back and I lost hard. And I was like, what the hell? My top speed is like nowhere near 700, which is what it used to be. Now it's like 350. What the hell? What gives? Right. And it turns out my shit blew out and I didn't even know that was a thing that could happen. RIP. Yeah. To- like, where's all my money going? So now I have to earn more credits to race it again and like do it. So I guess that's the longevity injector in there, but still, um, but it's great. I still love that game. Not complaining. Um, and then I also, I saw, I, I have been pondering this and I want to get your 30 second opinion. Far cry, uh, far, far colon loan sales dropped today. Have you heard of this? Gabe? No. no. Um, so far loan sales is this like atmospheric vehicle adventure, um, where apparently you kind of like crawl around in this weird steampunk a uh, rolling spaceship with a sail on the top of it across a deserted desert that has dried out, like the oceans dried out, and you collect scrap and stuff. Um, and it's partly like this kind of nice, like, um, digital art game, but also kind of a hazardous survival adventure. And I saw that it dropped on Steam, and I wanted to pick it up because I've been watching this since it was in development. I haven't gotten it yet, but maybe you guys can convince me to or not to get it because it looks really cool. What's it for? Um, it's for Steam. It's coming out for Xbox and PC, uh, Xbox and PlayStation soon, but PC and Mac right now it's available for. Okay. Um, let me send you guys a link, and we can talk about it. Fargame.com hmm. is the address, but... Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking this is going to be my next pickup because it looks really neat. I would love for this to actually be on Switch because I think every game should be on Switch. But uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy that this weekend and play it. And maybe I'll stream it. If it looks really cool, which I think it will, I will stream it this weekend to the Pixel Raider um, stream. So um, I guess to you in the future listening to this, check out the stream that I did this weekend uh, now that you're listening on Monday. <laughs> To far, loan sales. All right, cool. That's what I've been playing. Um, shall we do? We didn't ask. The, oh wait, what he's playing. Yeah, oh, we yeah, did. We, we talked about that. But I have one more thing. I did not get Donkey Kong Country Returns. Oh, for oh. 3ds. Yeah, I know. I thought about it, and I decided that while it looks good and it's a super awesome, total dope adventure game, I have a feeling that I will soon be inundated with new stuff. 
it is not a good time to buy games. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah. what I, I I was like I should put a I should put breaks on that before I yeah, drop twenty bucks always, on the old title. Yeah. There's always really big because I want a right new around title. The corner. I know. How many days away, by the way? Uh, what is it? It's, it's the week. It's in. It's, it's mid June, right? I think it's the week I get back. It starts on the old, the tenth. So one, two, like three, three. The weeks, week after I get weeks? back. Yeah, three three weeks. Okay, so two. Not this cast. Not next cast. But the cast after that pre three cast. Tomorrow will be 22 days. So, yeah, that's just about right. We'll do a pre-three cast and we'll do our predictions. Yeah. Oh, I'll be back in time um, for that. Yay. Um, oh, I've got one more thing. Yeah, what's the one thing? I, uh, I had a treat yourself moment this week. Treat yourself. Uh, outside of my Switch pouch. I bought a DX Racer for my sitting pleasure. Oh, yeah, for your booty. Yeah. That's a chair, by the way, for it's those who don't know what the so hell that it's is. It's an expensive gaming, <laughs> quote-unquote, gaming chair. It I didn't buy it because it's a gaming chair. I bought it because it uh, kind of forces you to have good posture, good posture and lumbar support, which mm-hmm. I desperately need to start doing now that I'm a crippled old man. It looks really comfortable. Yeah, we're all getting there, man. If, uh, if I could die in this chair, I'd be happy. Yeah? Yeah, it's comfortable. I, uh, I can't oh. recommend these bad boys enough. <laughs> DX Racer... Have you ever needed to support your back and look like a total gaming nerd? Check out DX Racer now. They don't sponsor us, by the way. Well, yeah, but... They I will say, I carrying this box up my five-flight walk-up probably yep. did more damage to my back than sitting in it. Well, that's but. that's the goal, really, when they ship them out to you. They, yeah. They're hoping you're going to carry it, blow your back out, and then really appreciate the comfort of the chair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a built-in advert, so... Yeah. <laughs> let's do the news cool so um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, god damn it god damn it blah. I have it up do you want me to do it or do you want me to do it uh, we'll go on and off so I'll start with playstation and you do nintendo okay ready deal in yep. the world of PlayStation, Stardew Valley will finally launch on PS Vita on May 22nd, my wedding anniversary, and oh. will be crossed by with PS4. Uh, it's not cross-save, which is kind of a bummer, so you can't take your save back and forth, but if you bought it on PS4 like five years ago, you can now get it on Vita for free if you have one. Very uh, exciting. I would be excited if I didn't have it on Switch. Yeah. Uh, Did you hear what else is happening with Vita? Yeah, I'm going to know what that. else is happening with Vita. I'm going to go over that. I'll actually do that next. Sony's ending oh. all physical game card production for PS what? Vita. Although, update to that, they're still going to be producing games in Japan. Just in the so West. Not, just like not in the West. Yeah, it was first reported all production. It's actually going to be in the West. Uh, every market except for Japan. I mean, they have to realize like our market on PS Vita... You can still download them, yeah. right? Yeah, there's, there's the downloads, like, the store and stuff will still be up. Of the three people that I know of that have a PS Vita, of which you, Antonio, are two of them, um, <laughs> do two. you... You're good at math. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> do like Nobody sits there and they're like, I'm going to go to GameStop and buy a PS Vita cartridge right now. Right? I don't think so. I mean, it depends. Not with it, the Switch on it the market. Depends. It not depends. With the, it depends on it depends on your is. finances. I mean, I guess so, but what kind of discounts are you getting? Not very, not very good. 
I imagine. I mean, I'm just saying. Said the guy maybe, who's never ever bought a Vita cartridge. Maybe someone found a really good deal on uh, okay, okay. Vita for someone. Yeah, well, uh, that's cool oh, for them. Um, that makes sense. Yes, those people would want it. Uh, what else is in PlayStation news? Uh, Sony announces plans for E3, and it doesn't seem like we'll be getting any tra- uh, traditional press conference from them. Mm. Um, PlayStation's choosing to highlight four upcoming titles via live streams on June 11th. Those titles are Death Stranding. I don't know why they keep showing this game. Dude, I don't even know what that game is. I don't think Ghost, anybody knows. Ghost of Tsushima. I don't even think they know. Spider-Man and The Last yes. of Us Part Two. Yes. Uh, Sean Layden took to PlayStation broadcast to state that there will be third-party announcements, but they won't take place on the Sony stage. Okay. Um, I think that they just... I think they have a lot of people working on games for next E3. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah. That makes sense. That's... I think the only thing though, I'm really... Because they usually... Their past couple E3s have been... I don't want to say big, but those it's... are the only ones that are that are confirmed that they're going to talk about, right? Like those four. Yeah, that's what they said. Those are the four confirmed games they're going to show off. But they there's there's got to be some other like secret stuff, right? Not that right? they said. I Not think that, that I said. think that's for next year. Uh, who's doing? Um, you don't think they're going to talk about Detroit Become Human? I hope not. Why? No, I don't know because it's a Sony thing. I think it's out already. Is it? What's there to talk about? I I think that Sony puts, is it. I think Sony probably puts that behind them. Wait, given the light of current events, or it's coming out soon. There's no way that's out yet. Detroit become human release date May twenty fifth. <laughs> so it's like it's soon. like it's next week. This week, holy shit! I didn't even know. Yeah, I was gonna say it's coming up real soon. If it's the not amount out. of hype on this that I have seen is zero percent. Exactly. Yeah. It's, Nobody wants to touch it right now. Oh, my gosh. Well, good luck, Sony. Uh, we look forward to seeing how that goes. Uh, that'll be great. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. That that will be pre-3, so that's... Yeah, okay. Have you seen All right. the stuff that they've been delaying? Like, yeah. days gone and... Why do you think that is? Because they got headstrong and showed stuff way before it they was They showed ready. stuff way yeah. too early. That's that's the classic E3 pitfall. It's mm-hmm. like they announce something like Final Fantasy VII Remake to generate hype, and then oh, by the way, it's not coming until at least 2020. Like that's <laughs> same like, thing. Why? With, same thing with them doing, but not, a, not Sony, but Kingdom Hearts three five years uh, at ago. At a certain point, companies are don't so you just scrap the project. Like it, it, companies are so hungry for hype that they don't they don't care about like what the end result makes them look like. Which is why they showed stuff like The Last Guardian every year for eight years because they knew it would get people moving in seats. I guess that's fair. Even though what they were actually releasing was like sort of hot garbage um it isn't actually i like that no i'm not saying that game is hot garbage no 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 no. i like that game that's not that game's not hot garbage i'm saying the stuff around it that they were trying to like pack it in with yeah there was a lot of garbage in there doesn't matter it's fine nintendo news um we reported a while back that the physical release of bethesda's upcoming wolfenstein 2 would require a hefty 13 gigabyte of storage on your micro sd um, it appears that number is significantly higher, now requiring a 23 gigabyte storage download. So that's fun. 
um, on the Swampch. So get ready for the Swampch taking up 23 additional gigs of storage. Um, Nintendo is also releasing a special gold edition Famicom Mini in Japan to mark the 50th anniversary of Manga Magazine Weekly Jump, which I've never heard about, but it sounds like a cool thing. And it will be priced at 73 US dollars or 7,980 yen. Um, thank you for doing that price conversion, Tony. And will be for release on July 7th. It also has different games than the classic one. Mm, oh, does it really? Uh-huh. Uh, so you're going to want to get that one if you're into this. $73. I think they're much more like niche, you know, uh, no, not the Mario's and Zelda's that everybody right. adores. Like the local for. dialect but classics. Like the, this is the, the Japan as F game. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um, it says don't expect an international release, which is also probably realistic. Um, so maybe get it shipped. Um, in the world of NES stuff, um, Nintendo will be restocking the shelves for NESs. Um, Nintendo said both NES and SNES classics should be readily available through the end of the year, starting in June. So that is fun. I still will not buy one, but I think that's cool. I've got my Switch, so that's where I'm at. But um, it is nice that they are actually making it enough Again, available. super super cool example of like a great affordable, yeah, gaming option. They're totally cool. Like if I didn't have a billion consoles, that would be a great <laughs> option. Yeah, um, <laughs> I do. I need that. Like I need another hole in my head. Fantasy Life Online has been delayed from spring to summer. Um, so that's fun, guys. I just figured out that my Switch pouch makes a really awesome Velcro noise. It has a Velcro pocket in the back. Yeah, we can hear it. <laughs> what you doing with that velcro pocket headphones what, put, what you putting in there what you gonna put in there um nintendo has websited their update they, they have websited their <laughs> update huh <laughs> with the ability to create you know what i meant to create a family account prior to the online service launching in september so now you can go in and you can create that kind of custom experience that you want for your child and fam so if you guys join my plan, I'm going to lock you guys into, like, baby mode. Um, so that'll be good. Uh, you can do that now, and um, you can get it ready before September when the online service goes live. And the Bedrock update is coming to Minecraft for Switch on June 21st, bringing it current with all other versions other than the 3DS. The new update will add Minecraft Marketplace, so you can spend more money, Xbox Live achievements, and cross-platform play with Xbox One, iOS, Android, and PC, which actually is really cool. Um, and I have heard that the Bedrock update is the best update, um, so I do look forward to that when that comes out in Yeah, it, and it's, it's, it's going to be great, too, because it's one code base yep. that runs on everything, so mm -hmm. they'll be able to crank out updates and things much, much easier. Yeah, uh, and the code is going to be much more refined. Uh, so that's I can't imagine how much difficult how difficult it has been having to keep all of their versions in sync yeah. all the time. Dude, that had to be a nightmare. You got to have teams on teams just running updates. Um, you want to take away Xbox? Yeah. So in the world of Xbox, uh, Microsoft has leapfrogged both Sony and Nintendo by allowing game gifting on both the Xbox digital store on the console as well as the browser-based store on PC. Wow. So that's pretty cool. I don't know that's, why other people uh, don't do it because it's... They really should. Like, it's a nice thing. Give me your money. I have it's something a, that's potentially breaking. What? 
Uh, what? There's a lot of rumors floating around right now that the Best Buy Gamer Club Unlocked is going to be discontinued. Well, Wait, my best say that one more time? There's a lot of rumors floating around right now that the Best Buy Gamer Club is mm-hmm. going to be discontinued. So you wouldn't be able to buy the, the thing that gets you the 20% off games anymore. Uh, that's no bueno. And where are you reading this? If you can uh, release the source? Oh. oh. <laughs> that's a bummer. That is a bummer. If that's true, that will suck because that's a really good discount. I would be concerned that if they discontinue it, then Amazon would have no reason yeah, to Yeah, they would theirs. have no reason well, to Well, Amazon only does it for pre-orders. Oh, you can't do it on physical games anymore. No, no just they got well. Then that would make sense. That would make sense why Best Buy wouldn't do it. Anymore. Amazon, Amazon used to do it within the first two weeks of release, and then mm-hmm. out of nowhere, they were just like, "Fuck you guys," pre-orders and it's only. only pre-orders. And now it's not even like big PlayStation games either. It's just like it's a madhouse. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, can you blame the game devs for not wanting to continue encouraging that discounted sale price behavior? Because you got to imagine that somehow affects. I mean, I would imagine they're still margins, selling. Right. They're still selling that game to the retailers at the same price. The retailers were just the one taking the hit. To yeah, that's what I would oh, think. Okay, so maybe it's Amazon and Best Buy trying to keep that profits up. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. hmm. Corporate. Anyways, greed. continue. Uh, that's good to know. Um, I don't know why. Nope. Uh, Microsoft designed a new controller for those with limited mobility, uh, which... Yeah, that thing is cool. Which has a base unit and then has different varying add-ons depending on what your physical needs are. Yeah. Uh, And it'll make playing Xbox One games a lot easier uh, for those who struggle with the current controller and controller layout. And the reason this actually happened was because when Microsoft released the Elite controller, their main mission and the main reason they released it was for competitive gaming with little mm-hmm. you know paddles and everything on the bottom mm-hmm. and they got a lot of feedback and saw a lot of people tweeting them and sending them messages and all this and that that uh disabled gamers of, of certain ones obviously um had a much easier time playing because depending on their motor skills uh it was a lot easier for them to hit these paddles than it was to hit some of these you know the buttons on the controller Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's when Microsoft was like, "Oh, wow, we didn't even think of this," which mm-hmm. has kind of been shitty because that's kind of been the way it's been for all, since day one. When you think about it, like how many accessibility controllers do you see that probably aren't crazy customized? You yeah, know, it's it's a really cool thing, and it's going to be really great for things like hospitals that mm-hmm. do fundraising and and have stuff in house for people that you know have those struggles but want to play games yeah it's very awesome so the basically it looks like a turntable uh it has two giant pads um Mm -hmm. that look like records i'm assuming they're touch like a big trackpad or something the first thing that i thought of when i saw that was holy shit you could play lucio so well uh with that thing um you know the first thing i thought was what in an era where all these tech companies are promoting how brave it is to get rid of your 3.5 millimeter, mm-hmm. Microsoft is showing extreme bravery by adding like 27 of them onto one controller. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is cool. It is cool. It'll be priced at $100 when it comes out, and it's slated to go on sale later this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, Do you think- 
no Do word on like have universal drivers. Yeah, they've already said like, hey, oh, I'm sure it's going to be. We're, Windows we're interested in anybody who wants to use this is able to use it. So Excellent. I know like there's a bunch of third party people that are already kind of making stuff for it. That's cool. Uh, I saw some press shots. I saw like a looked basically like a, a nunchuck ripoff on a Wiimote uh, yeah. that that would be used for for groupies. And it's it's it so. Like, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's so awesome to see, um, especially when we've seen those kinds of of gamers gamers with different like visual disabilities and impairments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're seeing a lot more options for colorblind people and things like that in games, which is it's really cool. Yeah, it's it's just a good thing to have someone like Microsoft celebrate inclusion, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's cool stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, look out for that uh, later this year for starting at 100. Um, Microsoft also showed off <laughs> Halo Fireteam Raven, a light gun shooter for arcades that's set during the events of the first game. Uh, and you'll be able to play it this summer at Dave & Buster's. It has stupid-ass mm. gun-mounted turret guns. Like, I don't want to play a light shooter. Give me time crisis pistols that I hold on to. That's how you play light gun games. Yes. I don't want mm. to pretend I'm holding a turret. That's stupid. Get out of here. Give me Halo 6. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Move on before I get mad. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's talk industry news then. Cliff... Cliffy B, Cliff Blazinski, um, has decided he needs to step away from games, saying he's taking time to focus on family and his pets. Uh, he also revealed that his studio, Boss Key Productions, is no more. Um, yeah. His most recent releases were not critical acclaim successes, and it uh, is apparent that that was sort of a last-ditch effort to regain some funding. Especially, what was it, not drawn together... That was that show. <laughs> that was, was a really good show. <laughs> yeah. You're thinking of Drawn... It's, it's that... Drawn to Death. Not, that's not him. That's the that Twisted Metal him. guy. Yeah. This guy had like a... Like a Cliff almost, was in I want to call it Gears of Twisted War. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're thinking, yeah. 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 Brain fart. He but made he Lawbreakers and it just didn't catch on. Yeah. Because it was trying to compete with the space like Overwatch and because you and I thought it, you and I thought it looked really cool, but it just didn't yeah. pick up steam. And it is cool. Uh, my buddy Steve plays it, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, it's really awesome." But it's just there's no there's no audience for it. Yeah. And then they tried to make a last ditch effort rebound into their battle royale space with Radical Heights, which was That's like right. a 1980s kind of like Smash TV type thing, yeah. uh, that arena shooter, and it was actually cool, but it was just it's like again not a not it was a rough it. It, w- it was five months worth of work and it showed and it just didn't lure anybody in so yep um, which is a shame but we 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 think highly of cliff and we think that hopefully he will be picked up mm, by i think that the studio i think that cliff i would say has I been very arrogant in the past yeah, but uh, I, I mean that doesn't mean that doesn't mean i don't respect the talent that he has no for, for sure things, uh, but i mean? think it's more important to focus on the rest of his team that are losing their jobs that maybe that were a little more humble I would uh, agree. and, I would and agree professional and cared about the games instead of insulting half your audience. That's, I, I love Gears of War as much as the next dude. And I would concur. I think he's a very that. talented dude, but like, just don't be a dick. Yeah. That's sort of a good life lesson there. Just don't be yeah. a dick. Don't be a dick. Uh, Super Hot is getting a spiritual successor of sorts. Super. 
hot, super hot. With with the newly announced super hot JP, which is surprisingly titled Super Hot JP, which that? promises to be a Japanese theme iteration of the puzzle shooter developed by the Tokyo-based game Tomo, as opposed to the original Super Hot Team. Uh, second entry in the series will take you to places like samurai castles, karaoke bars, and even a bullet train, uh, including a whole bunch of new weapons as well as more endless levels. It will not be playable in virtual reality yet, um, obviously, because it's new, but uh, we are excited for some more super hot leveling. Uh, I guess the question is how it plays and whether or not uh, it'll be like a direct port rip or not. So we'll find out. Um, GameStop, GameStop, CEO <laughs> Michael Mahler has resigned after only three months in the position, which is actually sort of a big deal that this guy has just sort of popped into and out of ownership, which is uh, maybe a little telling about some of the finances when you I have somebody it, step yeah, in and step out. I think it shows out. that GameStop might not be in as solid shape as everybody that, thinks. Yeah, I mean, like... Mm -hmm. I don't care what your family life is. If you if you are taking a CEO job, not only do you do months and months of prep work and planning to think about the job, I hope, before you take it, <laughs> like you step into the role, you buy a controlling stake in the company, and then you start seeing all the actual data of what you stepped into, which is the real finances day and day, like the real how we're operating, what the, the long-term planning is, like what do we think... And then you're like, yeah, you guys, you know what? Like, mm, I really thought about it. I'm going to go ahead and take that retirement clause. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take that quick payout package. And uh, good luck. Good luck to you. Yeah. Peace. Good luck with plants. It's tough. I mean, like traditionally you would think that a CEO is coming in with the best interests of the company in mind. But then there, imagine. Then there, are, there are very much companies that, you know, I, I don't talk about where I work, but I, uh, one of our competitors, right. they brought in the new CEO, which historically based on where he's worked he has almost always been known to be setting up sales of the business for acquisition purposes like like sometimes sometimes a ceo is brought in to to sell damage control and and salvage a situation uh, mm -hmm. as much as possible so uh, that could have been his aim and then maybe he was just like mm, this is not a direction that i can see us going so he didn't, I don't. It's it's all speculative, obviously, but like I suppose so. I think uh, I think the more important thing is it probably paints a clear picture that the GameStop we see a year from now probably looks different. different than the GameStop, or at least the amount of GameStops yeah. we see today. Because if you like think about it, GameStop is a very saturated thing. Like they're everywhere, especially mm -hmm. in a in a, a metro area like here. There's one. Not like Starbucks level populous, but they're they're it's pretty ridiculously damn... dense. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Didn't they they acquired Think Geek? Didn't they? Yeah. But so like that's... now it's like GameStop slash Think Geek. Yeah. They only have one. I think one Think Geek store, which is in the Herald Square. Yeah, but I got to imagine the Think Geek side of the arm is doing better than the GameStop side of the arm. Mm, I think just on I don't know I buy I think, a lot from, I think just on product you. cost alone they probably bring in more revenue through the yeah. video game market with hardware oh, really? and stuff I don't I think that ThinkGeek is probably a little too much of a niche market for that to be like a hugely I don't know maybe I, 
I don't know, dude. I buy as, all my stuff. As evident from, from... I buy all my clothes at Think Geek. <laughs> as evident from my exposure to PAX, the, the world I of do. geekdom is far more vast than I sometimes recognize. So True, dude. Yeah. Who knows? We live in the realm. Yeah. Um... All right, cool. Well, after rumors, a skew leak from Walmart, and then a trailer leak earlier uh, this week, Bethesda dropped a live-action trailer officially announcing Rage 2, um, which by now you will have seen, almost certainly, but uh, the trailer will be below in our news article on Pixel Raider in the weekly bit, so check that out. Um, so just so we can quickly just touch on this, the the fact that we have... One confirmed game from the Walmart Canada leaks that we spoke about last week, mm-hmm. where we weren't really sure if they were real and like, should we put a lot of faith into this? But we were sort of thinking we probably should. And then Bethesda comes out and they're like, okay, yeah, actually, there is a game and it is real and we are doing it and it's Rage 2. Does that increase the probability that the rest of the games that were seen on Walmart Canada I think so. were real? I, I think so, given the fact that. Of all of the games on that list, there were a lot of games. Rage on that list. Two is the least likely one that you would suspect existed. If it was a rumor, yeah, right? I don't, I don't think that Rage Two would have been like on that list. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, it would have been more like a Borderlands Three or something like that. Right. So I think that alone gives a lot more merit and credibility to that potential leak. I would agree with you. I mean, we have. What do we get in here? We got um, the Division Two, which we know is sort of coming. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, and the whole uh, thing was likely probably just you know some data entry person that doesn't know about video games that doesn't care that you know they put in those things because they thought that was what they were supposed to be doing, and they yep. yeah, and you know that's, whoops, and they're that's like life. whoops. And that sucks for all of the studios that were trying to keep that shit under wraps for two more, three more weeks. But that new Assassin's Creed theoretic, you know, like there's a lot. There was a lot in there. Another yeah. Borderlands. I, I don't know, man. I think yeah. we'll see and know more about it, obviously, as E3 comes around. But I will not be surprised to see that whole list come true. We'll if see. for no reason other than we had one verified and the Twitter account of Bethesda like called them out, sort of being like, huh, yeah. huh, no. <laughs> um so so that's interesting um in a move that may surprise nobody shinmui creator yu suzuki announced this week that shinmui 3 has been delayed into 2019 um tell me you know you know it's called called shinmui you know it's not called shinmui right i'm calling it shinmui um you t- um <laughs> well this is no doubt a disappointment i do it mostly to troll you but also i've never heard what it's really called out loud so um that's my head cannon <laughs> well this is no doubt a disappointment to after several delays the last thing gamers want is a repeat of the kickstarter disaster that is the mighty number nueve um so how do you call it shinmui shinmu shinmu how is it but it's there's called- an e on the end it's called shinmu Shinmui sounds better, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does to me. It sounds like Tatsui or something. Uh, uh, no Man's Sky has another update called Next, N-E-X-T, um, which will launch July 24th for PS4, PC, and now 
the fully released Xbox One edition, which will include all four patches, including the next patch, uh, because July 24th is the same as the Xbox One release date, uh, which apparently focuses on the addition of true multiplayer, allowing players to group up with friends to survive, build, race, and simply relax uh, in this massive world space. What do you guys think about that? I think that for the people that have stuck with that game, great. Mm -hmm. I think for the people that went into that game two years ago, three years ago, with the hopes of it being something different, Mm -hmm. maybe it's been long enough for them to try and give it another chance with with all this added content and enjoy it. We We had a long chat about this on the public Discord this week, just like about... How I, I personally think this the, is gonna go. the idea of being able to hop into spaceships with my buds and battalion up and do, you know, fly around the galaxy and shit, that's cool. I'm I'm into it. If it's if if that's if it's what if they there's promise. Any, if there's any substance to that, which, given No Man's Sky's history, it could turn out to not be the case at all. But if it is then yeah, I'll, I'll go right back in and give it another chance, dude. I, I mean, sure. yeah, and I, I, we, I still have a copy of the game. Do you, you don't have to buy it again, do you? Uh, I have it on PC. No, it's a free, it'll be a free update. I also have it on PC. Yeah, but it, the question is whether or not we returned it during the giant, oh, like, I oh my God, it. you released a hot turd. I, I returned it during to. the PS4 era, but then I bought it during the Steam sale when it was like $12. Because <laughs> I was like, I guess, yeah, I guess it wouldn't hurt. So, so for those of you out there who are maybe thinking that this is going to be a super cheap sale, um, I just Antonio, I don't know if you've actually done any like research into what the cost is right now, but what is your bet that they're going to launch Xbox One at and sell this game? It's been out for what more than a year now, two uh, years almost. I think it's bold and ballsy if they do sixty. I'm going to say forty. You're going to say forty dollars on both of their platforms. It is it? sixty dollars on no. both of their platforms. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, I know. And I agree with you with that sentiment that that is a mistake. Because I think, like, how do you not, in the world of gaming, it had such negative press. How do you not remember what this game did when it dropped the first time? And, like, I'm not saying that your updates are not good. I'm not saying that you shouldn't work really hard to, like, get that player base back. But I look at it somewhat in the realm of... Like, I don't know, man, if you're trying to get me to buy this again, you got to give me some sort of incentive to trust you. Like, I don't know, $60 for for a base turd that then they updated with four additional patches that were, were, were decent patches. The question is, is all of what they have put together right now worth $60? New game release price two years later. Wow. I think it depends on how deep the multiplayer experience is. I think yeah, it does entirely. Yeah. I totally agree with you. This will be one that I want to play with you, Tris. We we're gonna we're gonna get in our spaceships. I'll, I'll hop back in. Or jump around in here and we will let you guys know, listeners out there, whether or not. And you better believe there will be some chats yeah. <laughs> about that. We'll we'll do some streaming too. So that's good. Yeah, I will I for sure will hop back in. Yeah. Um Cool. That's the that's the last of the industry news. Do you want to do some quick rumors and then we'll we'll call it a day? Uh, yeah. Uh, so on the rumor mill, uh, Retro Studios is supposedly working on a new Star Fox racing game. That, I believe, I could see it. I would play it. I would play it too. 
according to industry leaker Emily Rogers, the Pokemon company is gearing up to reveal information about the new Pokemon game for Switch at the end of the month. Here's some of the supposed details. <laughs> yellow remakes for the Switch. Uh, you mean Pokemon Yellow like the original? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pikachu and Eevee versions will be uh, announced. Uh-huh. Red and Blue will play a role in the story. Um, you and your rival will now be trainers. Um, let's see. HMs will... HMs still replaced with... Pokemon Ride, Poke Ride no and Aloha. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, online has this a hub like for players. like when somebody on Fox News talks about video games. <laughs> yep. <laughs> wow. That it's is... only because you're like reading the bullet points, not really knowing what you what can tell. Tony is not a Pokemon person. I try. There's just so many HMs types. are replaced by. I guess uh, they're replaced by the Pokemon that were in Alola. Because Who is this for Chan? Instead of in, <laughs> exactly, you know what, guys? instead of uh, instead of HM slaves, which really bogged down the game, in my opinion, they made a very smart move in Sun and Moon to give you partner Pokemon that do those things for you at any time that you need, and they're going to keep those in yellow, which is yeah. good, which great in my opinion. Uh, there's rumors that it's going to have Pokemon Go like mechanics, which mm. I hope means nothing more than <laughs> when you. When you go to catch a Pokemon, you're actually flinging the Pokeballs. That'd be okay. Because I don't see how they could implement something, anything else. They could. I don't see how they could implement anything else from Pokemon Go without having an always connected device involved. They could have it linked to your Pokemon Go account. And when you are walking around catching shit in the real world, it gives you Poke Candies for use in Pokemon. Then at that point, your Switch full game. retail game is a companion app for Pokemon Go. No one's going to buy that. Yeah, that's true. So maybe not. No. Maybe the Pokemon that you have in your party in the Switch game become part of your Pokemon Go caught shit. That's lame, too. I don't know. Neither yeah. of those are good ideas. Don't do that. I'm, cu- I'm, I'm curious to see what, what that actually means, if any of it's true. As, as long as they keep, you know... A maybe it's full, just a footstep counter? A like, full world map. And player exploration and the can, deep and the deep battle mechanics. If they if they get rid of the battling mm-hmm. and make it more simplified, then they're going to lose a lot of their audience because in this day and age, a lot of Pokemon's backbone is the competitive scene. True fact. So I don't think they touch that, that. To be honest, unless this is right. unless this is an obvious like, hey, this is a spinoff game and we're keeping the mainline Pokemons on portable, which I could also see because Pokemon has always been a staple of the portable. Or it's Pokemon Snap. It's not. He's never going to give it up. It's going to happen one day, man. One day. He's going to be like 90 years old. I told you so. He will go and just... Walk to my grave and just throw a 14-year-old jar of milk at my tombstone. <laughs> like, I told you. I told you. You said they wouldn't do it, but they I, did it. No, I'll come over to your house, and you'll be, like, sitting in your rocking chair, like, really slowly looking at the horizon. I'll be like, Tristan. You'll be like, eh. I'll be like, Tristan, look. And I'll hold the switch up, and I'll be like, Hurrah! And I'll throw my back out while I lift the thing up, and you'll be like, <laughs> and then you'll fade out. Wow! Fade to credits. That's it. 
That was beautiful. No one. GG. No re. I hope that's the way I go out. I hope so too. Laughing at me when I blow my hip out when I'm showing you Pokemon Switch. Snap. Um, cool. Well, I think that's, all I got. that's it for me. Guys, I want to go play Fox and Forest. Dude, I go play Fox and Forest. want to watch a trailer of this now again. It's it's pretty cool. I am very um, intrigued. Those are all it's very good. Those are all I'm enjoying it a lot like. so far. Um, well then, if we're on our way out, maybe there are some people that we should thank. Um, I think that we should be thankful for uh, those of you who have joined our Discord channel and started chatting with us every day. It's really cool to see um, such an active community come out and, and interact with us in this way. It's it's a new form for us, um, but it is really fun and incredibly distracting to my job, which is great. So thank you also for keeping me out of doing real popular work um, for my employer, so that's good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I should also thank anybody who has gone recently to our iTunes and left us a nice five-star review. Thank you for doing that. It really makes a huge difference. Um, it's pretty easy to support us in this way, and it helps get our name out there. Um, or if you're just retweeting some of our tweets that we send out when our podcast goes up or the articles we write um, or just visiting the site, thank you for doing that. It makes a huge difference. Uh, and for those of you who have checked out our um, our Patreon site, uh, patreon.com slash pixelrader and become a uh, monthly donor, it really does help keep the lights on around here. And it makes me feel like, uh, you know, you care enough to get back. And that's important. Shout, so out, thank shout you. out to Rory. Uh, yep, shout out to Rory. Shout out to um, all the all the dudes um, and gals in the in the in the gang in the club um, in the club. And, and if you're uh, not in there, just drop on by. Come say drop hi. Drop on by. Yeah, come yeah, say hi it to is, us. It is surprisingly more active than I really thought we were gonna get. And it's I, water's I warm. Really love that. Tip it's great. In. It's so Dude, fun. It's it's fun to just drop a link in there and then get a whole bunch of discussion going about. Oh yeah. Like what we're talking about honestly i didn't even know about this next update for no man's sky until you popped it into the chat and we had like a 40 minute conversation about it oh yeah with everybody like that's that's really cool so um so thanks to everybody who's joined us there we look forward to continuing our ongoing relationship on the webs and around the world and um yeah we'll catch you out there all right so see you next week oh we didn't even talk about kingdom hearts 3 whatever next week we'll talk about it next week spoilers spoilers it's still not coming out Still no release date. <laughs> They're going to give a release date at E3. I bet it'll be at Sony's press conference. You think so? I think so. You think it'll be at next week? I think even though it has a cross-platform launch, I think they have a history with Sony and oh, that franchise a, I, to the point yeah. where they will announce it and and display it at, at the Sony one. I think you could be right there, but it remains to be seen how much we get before E3 now. Yeah, we'll see. Well, okay. the fact that The fact that people in the industry have played it that aren't making it is means it's close finally after you years so? and yes years and years and years they, they wouldn't be hands-on if it wasn't ready for that hmm. so I, I think it's probably holiday this year Ooh, it's time it's time for kingdom hearts time for kingdom hearts i have never played a kingdom hearts game did you know that Mm, you it's tough because yeah i would love to say yes but it's i know they have I think not we had this discussion well. before have. ursula <laughs> ursula the only one that you should worst. play the only one that you should play probably to be honest is uh-huh. the 3ds one or the ps4 port of the 3ds one <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know like because i don't know if to me that's worth it like i don't yeah. know 
it seems like that could be fun, but it also seems like it could just be this horrible slog through something I'm not nostalgic for. Probably <laughs> not gonna not gonna lie, you probably wouldn't get much out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that I think that you foreseeably missed the boat on Kingdom Hearts. Well, it is very probable that I They didn't the they didn't catch you when you were eleven or twelve like they did me. So that's how nope. I feel about Mass Effect. What you like uh, Mass Effect though. Yeah, no, I do, but I'm saying like trying to just hop into the the other three. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes that's... games just don't age well when you're used to a specific anyways, that's Anyway, we'll see you guys next week for episode 116. Later, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.